thank you guys for listening to these ads i got just a few more to go and then we will get into this episode i promise so first let me tell you about the grow guru if you've ever wanted to grow your own medical cannabis and you're just not sure where to begin hit up my boy Calais and he can be your guide on your journey from seed to cultivation and set you up for success another added bonus is you can get away from those overpriced dispensaries and those shady black market deals that never really felt comfortable to begin with right if you want to check him out you can check out our second sponsor which is oahu garden supply they got everything from locally produced nutrients to locally produced soil and everything in between they are located at 94-150 leo leo street in beautiful waipahu hawaii go stop by and let them know voices from the planet sent you next we got my good homie bong of pakalolo seed molokai once you've gotten everything you need to know from the guru you can hit up pakalolo seed molokai to expand your genetics if you want to try a variety of different strains you can find their seeds on the attitude seed bank or purisativa.com and last but not least we got my longtime homie and good good friend jerry aka miko ferrari over at retro hawaii picking up and finding all the obscure and vintage styles from hawaii so if you're into that kind of shit go check him out on instagram and i guarantee you he's got something you like you know he's been posting a bunch of throwback university of hawaii rainbows gear which is hard to find now because nobody wanted to be known as the rainbows but anyway fucking thank you very much to our sponsors please do go check them out and let them know voices from the planet sent you all right that's it for now here comes the episode love you guys peace Welcome to Voices from the Planet. I am your host, Eric. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Hawaii's best podcast and the only podcast that loves you. Uh, I hope you enjoyed last week's episode. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe on YouTube and Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever. Um hit the notification bell so you can stay up to date and be sure to follow me on Instagram at voices from the planet. And while you're at it, check out the other podcast I do with the grow guru called everyone knows you're high. Also on YouTube, Spotify, 
H-I for the spelling of high because we are from Hawaii and Hawaii-centric. So be sure to check that out. Subscribe there as well. We'd appreciate it. But we are here for another episode of Voices from the Planet. And yeah. How are you, have you guys been? I've been pretty good. Um, couple updates. I taught my six-year-old son how to finally ride a two-wheel bicycle. That may be a little, I don't know if that's old. I've seen kids younger than him riding bikes, but he just always rode with the training wheels. And then once they broke, he just stopped riding his bike and then started riding skateboards. So he finally decided it's time. So the past two days, we spent like an hour and a half, two hours maybe, not even, maybe not even that long, maybe an hour each day getting them used to it and you know how you run with them and you hold them and shit and he didn't have any falls and knock on wood he's pretty good at bailing and after the first day unsuccessful but still no major calamities or crashes or anything no injuries so i figure it's a good time to stop before you know, it starts to get discouraging. Like, we, we were doing good. We made choke progress in one day. So we might as well take a break for the day, hit it again tomorrow fresh. And, yeah. But um, I didn't get home till later in the evening yesterday because I had a team bonding event for work. And it was this rope adventure course thing. But I'll get back. I'll get to that later. But after that, I got home and the kids were outside and my wife was helping him. And then we ended up, she was helping him trying to ride, a, ride his bike and stuff. But when I got home, they had gotten all these styrofoam airplanes and fucking slippers and footballs stuck in the trees around our house. Because one thing got stuck and I tried to get it out with the next thing and just everything ended up getting stuck. So we took a good like 30, 45 minutes of trying to get that out. And fuck, bro, I ended up getting our soccer ball stuck too with nothing else being relieved or released from the clutches of the tree. And had to take an L on that one. It really sucked. Because I was looking for a win. Because I just come from the work event thing. And it was at this place over here down in like Eva Beach. I guess Barber's Point really. Kalailoa. Called um, Coral Crater. And they have like zip lines and ATV courses. And we did this adventure tower thing where it's like a rope course. Where you're harnessed in and you got to traverse these obstacles. Pretty high up off the ground. I'm not good at estimating, but and they probably said, and I wasn't paying attention. But it was high off the ground, and you're doing these rope things, and you're balancing. You are harnessed in, which to me made me feel like like 98% safe. I was almost 100% feeling confident in their safety precautions. So I didn't really have any fear. I mean, obviously, if we weren't tethered, that'd be fucking horrifying. 
but just knowing that you're tethered in and if you fall you're just gonna fall like a foot or two and then it'll catch you like that's not so bad so i realized that i'm fucking pretty like dexteritous what's the word dexterous I have good dexterity in my ability to do these kind of obstacles. Maybe that's a product of growing up in Hawaii, climbing trees and fences and shit and just playing on jungle gyms. And yeah, I was not surprised at my obstacle course prowess, but I mean, I am not young anymore. So just to be able to have accomplished that and to get that full body kind of workout because you're balancing, you're using your arms and your upper body strength and your core and all that shit to not fall. And it felt really good. Like, I feel like I needed that as somebody who is getting older, who doesn't necessarily... Well, doesn't work out ever. I was going to say who doesn't necessarily work out that much. But let's be fucking honest. I don't work out. Um, but it felt good to, like, engage and use my body in that sense. So I was feeling really good after that. Like, it was a really good event. It was really fun. We were making a lot of jokes and talking. I was talking a lot of shit. Um, the guides were super fucking cool. So that was fucking awesome. And then I get home and. I'm teaching my son how to ride his bike, and he's doing it on his own. So it's like mission complete, right? He's got it. He can ride a bike successfully without supervision. He just needs the slightest amount of push off to go. But I swear, like, I'm sure today he's figured it out by now, and he's riding bikes all on his own. And then the fucking tree thing, and then I fucking took an L on that one. That sucked. I kind of ruined it. And then, yeah, here we are today. That's what I got fucking in the world of what's up with Uncle Eric. Last episode, I had the grow, the grow Guru and the Moon Rabbit on. We're talking about woke culture and all that shit. And I just got to say, I was having a similar conversation with my wife about that kind of stuff. And I'm just kind of glad to know that we're on the same page about where the limitations are of what we want our children exposed to, you know, and how we feel about adults participating and living that lifestyle. You know, that's we don't give a shit. But, you know, when it comes to the children and I was saying how, you know, 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago, when people were saying they're going to come for your children and shit, and people were like, oh, my God, that's an extreme fucking take. Pump your brakes, sir. Like, you take a look now at where we are, and is it not painfully obvious that they are coming for our fucking children? So as a parent, you know, we, as parents, we've had that conversation, and, you know, what we'll we'll allow and allow like if the school does things and this kind of shit like what we're gonna do and that kind of stuff so i'm glad and i'm happy that me and my wife are on the same page about that shit because that could have been real i'm sure there what if there's couples who like don't feel the same and what kind of tension and problems that could cause 
So yeah, I've been feeling pretty good about that. And uh, played my guitar a little today. Still suck. Fuck, I got to practice more. But the time for practicing, you know, I'm not trying to become this great guitar player. I just want to fucking have fun and have it around so that it's there and available in the moment when I want to pick it up and play my guitar. Rubbish, clean up this fucking area. I've been taking electrolytes lately because hydration is caring. We used to tell Erickson when he was young that, you know, sharing is caring. And then we would say, like, you know, being careful is caring and hydration is caring and all these things are caring. So, you know, and this I'm getting older, like I said, and fucking want to make sure I'm staying hydrated. Because I do drink a lot of fucked up energy drinks. <clears throat> but apparently these have a lot of electrolytes and not a lot of fucking sugar. So that can't be a bad thing. But I've been taking additional supplements and electrolytes and all that kind of shit. Trying to stay hydrated. So feeling good. Been talking about going back to the gym. Because... It seems like at this age, it's the appropriate time where you should be being more health conscious and being a father. You know, you want to be a good example and be around long enough to model that example for as long as you possibly can. So it's about time I do that. But I'm sure as like a lot of parents also struggle with is the timing, right? When do you have the time to focus and go to the gym and do all that kind of shit when you're raising three kids and work a full-time job, have another job, do a podcast, you know, do hula. Not me, but my wife does hula. And all this, you know, there's all these extracurricular activities. Our kids have sports. So finding the time. Because I'm pretty sure for the past few months, maybe like six of them, we've been paying for memberships at 24 hour fitness and we have not been using it so that we're fucking wasting money there maybe i should sign up for the aquafaka academy and if you don't know what that is you better fucking get on board because my friend Jesse, aka Aquafaka, is teamed up with some clothing brand, I forget. But um they're doing a limited run of Aquafaka Academy, Neil Bladesdale Park, Pro City Hawaii T shirts. Because can. And if you don't know, Jess too much on Instagram, J E S S too much. That's my good homie. Lead singer of the band 8250, who graciously allows me to use clips of their song, 1982, as the intro music for this podcast. So if you hear that, YouTube, stop fucking copyright claiming my shit because I know the fucking band and they said it's fine. Maybe I should record them saying it and put it in here like, we are 8250. And we approve this podcast. Nah, maybe they don't approve of this podcast, but they approve of me using the song. 
They don't care. They, they're cool with it. So YouTube, you should be cool with it too and just fucking leave me alone. There's other reasons to demonetize me. One being I can't even be monetized yet. And two, the content of this podcast. Obviously, the shit I say is not going to get me monetized. I do want to shout out fucking Loving Hut Honolulu because recently for work, we had to make a big fucking order from there. And I didn't realize it's just one lady, Vicky, who does everything. And I felt bad because it was a very last minute order. It was like the morning of this big lunch, 22 fucking plus items, like all vegan food. We just recommended this place, so we decided to try it for a work lunch. And originally, we wanted lunch at 12.30. And fucking, she was like, oh, my God, that's so much. Like, why didn't you send me this the night before? And I was like, I'm fucking sorry. I, I kind of thought of that, but I didn't want to send you a partial order. But it makes sense why that still would have been helpful. My bad. I'm an idiot. Um. So I sent it to her at like 9 in the morning, and she's like, ah, I don't know if I can get it ready by 12.30. If you want to come grab some of it by 12.30, that's fine. And then I can pick, make the rest, and then she said, come pick it up after. And I was like, fuck, I kind of don't want to like do that where some people have food and some people don't. But she said I could probably have, she could probably have the rest of it by 1 o'clock. So I said, ah, fuck, I'm just going to wait till 1 o'clock then. She said, okay. So one o'clock comes, we go to pick it up, and it's not all ready. She has like maybe like all but five things ready. So we're like, fuck it, let's just take it. But then she's like still putting together some of these sandwiches. It's like vegan katsu curry, katsu sandwiches, lemongrass tofu sandwiches, vegan spring rolls, vegan wonton, vegan chicken wings or fake wings. You know what I mean? Not chicken, but... All this fucking good food. And it's like, fuck, it's so dope. Like, I love this fake vegan shit. Um, so we're like, fuck it. We're just going to take what you have, auntie, and we'll come back. It's like, you're like, me pay now for everything. And it's already like 1.30, 45 at this point. So everybody probably at my work is getting hungry and irritated. Like, where the fuck is the food? So... We take what we have back, and I'm apologizing to everybody. Like, sorry, your shit's not here yet. Everybody's like, it's fine. We had a bunch of appetizers and shit, the spring rolls and stuff. So people had food to eat. It's not like not everybody had food to eat. But then she told me, like, 45 minutes. or so After, wait, wait, wait. So I told her, like, let me pay now. And she said, okay. So she started, like, calculating things out and writing things down. And it, she said you know what, this is going to take too long for me to do all this. So maybe just go with the food and then pay when you come back. So I said, that's fine. So we took the food, dropped it off, did all that, apologized, blah, 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 blah. She told me 45 more minutes for the rest of the food. So she told me she'll call me. 45 minutes rolls by. And this is all yesterday too. This is before we have to leave to go to our fucking event. I'm sorry, I'm like ADD dusting off the table. We'll talk about that another episode or another time. But 
So 45 minutes goes around. I call her. She tells me maybe 10, 15 more minutes. So I say, okay. And again, she's being super sweet about everything. She's apologizing. She's this little Buddhist lady. It's this vegan thing, right? This eat no animals, do no harm thing. And it's like I'm trying to be sympathetic because she's the only one making and preparing everything. I almost wanted to like offer like can we help you she did say oh if you guys want to cut it up for me and i was telling her now nah, we're not gonna cut it for you we just give it to them uncut like i don't know they're adults they have forks and knives they can cut their own shit um so 10 and 15 minutes i just go over there and i'm thinking it's just gonna be ready and pick it up so i get there and she has it all ready pretty much except for a smoothie and maybe a couple other things. So I'm waiting there maybe like 10, 15 more minutes and she gives me the total. So I pay for some. And then she tells me I can calculate the rest and then I'll let you know if it's more or whatever, how much more and like whatever. I got to just take this and go. The whole time I'm thinking like I feel so bad because I know what we did and I know what I did to this lady and she's feeling bad because it's taking long so it's like this weird like apology fucking circle like i'm sorry no it's okay no i'm so sorry oh no and then i'm looking around her shop which is not even a restaurant it's like a little hole in the wall literally just one room with all her venerations of her buddhist master this lady i can't remember her name and then i noticed like the Bhagavad Gita is sitting there, like a version of it, right? And I say, oh, you have this book? And she says, oh, yeah, yeah. She's like, you know of it? And I'm like, oh, I know of it. I've, you know, read some of it. I've heard people talk about it. So I'm familiar. And she's, she's saying like, oh, you're so good, so good. And I tell her I'm more, I like the Ramayana. Like, that's more my jam. I'm telling her about Ram Das and Neem Karoli Baba. She mentions, like, I don't know, some Guru Dave. I don't know. I can't remember from the 70s. Like, not that one, but Neem Karoli Baba, Ram Das, these guys, these Westerners who went to India. And she's like, she's telling me, oh, you're so good. You, <laughs> not even. Like, I'm trying my best. But one of the things Neem Karoli Baba said was like feed people or something. So one of my struggles is my resistance to feeding people because every time it comes up, that's like my task at work is whenever we have an event or whenever we're doing something, it's Eric, order the food, get all the food orders, order the food. And I know people can be very particular about what they like to eat and have specific things they want or don't want. and then. It's very stressful for me because I know how important it is to people. But for me personally, I really don't care. A free meal is a free meal. And whatever you give me, I will be happy with. So a lot of times in past work experiences, when we had company lunches, no, they never asked us what we wanted. It was They just got us food from somewhere. A lot of times it was CPK or something similar. And sometimes they would forget I didn't eat meat. And 
not have a lot of options for me. Just fine. I go get my own lunch. Um, sometimes they would get vegetarian options, but in those times, the carnivores, they love to try new things, apparently, and eat up all the vegetarian stuff because I never want to be the first person in line. I end up being, like, towards the end. You get there, and it's, like, all the veggie shit's gone, which is great about where I work now because everybody likes to eat veggie stuff. We get go to a lot of vegan and vegetarian places, so that's never a fucking issue, but just when it comes to taking individual orders and having to make sure everything is correct. I'm like I don't think I've ever gotten it perfect one time. But maybe that's my spiritual practice and part of my spiritual journey is feeding people and just coming to terms with the suffering that is endured with trying to feed people and the growth that can come from it perhaps. The patience with other people when they don't have patience. Because I I know people were getting fucking irritated. And I think a lot of people dealing with that situation yesterday might have, like, been flipping out on this poor lady. But I think I showed some grace. I think I was trying to be polite and patient. Even knowing that I could potentially be facing the impatience of people who were waiting for their food. Even though, because me... I just wait. Maybe my impatience is veiled as jokes. Like, oh, where the food? You know what I mean? But like, I would never want to make somebody feel bad when something happens that's out of their hands, right? Especially, I mean, I you give me an order, I give it to them, and it's like it's out of my hands at that point. I'm not the one cooking the food. But maybe that's where in lies the the truth I'm missing. But I'm not a cook, man. I can't make people food. Oh, my fucking Gordon Ramsay? That was an easy one. What am I? Jamie Oliver? What am I? Padma Lakshmi? No, that's not her name, is it? No, I don't know. Yeah, Cersei was great in that sense, and I don't know. Had good food. There was leftovers today, so I ate some of that shit. Personally, as someone who doesn't eat real meat, I still enjoy the sensation of fake meat. You know, fake chicken katsu, fake beef in the beef stew or whatever the hell. That was some protein mash. I don't know. I don't really ever know. I'm not 100% certain what the fuck is in that shit. But it satiates some part of me that still longs for the feeling of chewing into some sort of animal, even though I don't want an animal to have to die, which is really weird. Um, I'm sure it sounds like a contradiction on the surface level, but for me, it makes sense because I'm not actually eating meat. Even though I know all the soy, everybody's going to say the soy and the wheat and all that shit, all the animals that die in the processing, yada, yada, yada. I know there's no karma-free diet unless you're like 100% doing it yourself. And I just can't do that shit. We can't all be fucking perfect. And even is that perfection? Somebody can always find a fucking flaw in you, even if you're doing that right. So fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck everybody. All your criticisms. 
fuck you guys. I'm just kidding. But fuck all the haters, right? Just do what makes you feel good. And don't fuck with other people in doing what makes them feel good. Huh? Right? That's why I drink these shitty energy drinks. Because you can't tell me shit. That one's actually really good. It tastes like fucking Sour Patch, the red Sour Patch Kids. Jesus Christ. But um, if it was a little less sour, it would taste like fucking Swedish fish. And that would be fucking delicious. That's good. Um... What else? Football season's over. Yay. But boo. Because now we don't have anything to do on Sundays at the moment. Until the next sports season starts. It's termite season in Hawaii. Got some fucking termites flying around the lights in here. Um, That's always great. Dead air is great. Um, maybe that's where I should call it. It's about 30-ish minutes almost. So I will tell you about the wonderful sponsors of the podcast, starting with the Grow Guru, my dear, dear friend, Kalei, who can help you if you want to grow your own medical cannabis, or even if you're just starting your own garden of whatever lettuce tomatoes he can help you with that you can hit him up at the grow guru hawaii on instagram or at our next sponsor the shop he owns oahu garden supply in beautiful waipahu you can check him out for all your gardening needs um stay tuned there's gonna be some changes coming with that um big things for him it's Awesome news and awesome changes. So, mazel to you, sir. And, yeah, Oahu Garden Supply. Um, next, we got Pakalolo Seed Molokai. Always showing love. Bongi and Micah over there. Um, check them out on the Attitude Seed Bank and PureSativa.com. Um they got the Punani strain. That's what we smoked on the last episode of Everyone Knows Your High. It was a cross between Kauai Electric and Punani Kaunani. Boom. That was partially Molokai Pakalolo Seed Genetics mixed with this Kauai Electric strain. Go check out that episode to hear all about it. But um, shout out to, yeah, the boys, Pakalolo Seed, Molokai, Bong, Micah. And last but not least, my boy Jerry, a.k.a. Miko Ferrari, over at Retro Hawaii. Um, Thank you, as always, for supporting the podcast. I love you guys. I love you guys. And thank you for watching and 
be sure, like I said in the beginning, I'm going to say it again. Hit the subscribe button. Follow Instagram, Voices from the Planet, wherever you get your podcasts. I would greatly appreciate it. And hopefully I will see you all on the next episode. All right. Love you guys. Peace. I know all the words to De Colores And I'm proud to be an American Me and my friend saw a platypus Me and my friend made a comic book And guess how long it took I can't do anything that I want Cause look I can keep rhythm with no metronome No metronome No metronome And I can see your face on the telephone On the telephone On the telephone Look at me, look at me Just called to say that it's good to be alive In such a small world I'm all curled up with a book to read I can make money, open up a thrift store I can make a living off a magazine I can design an engine 64 miles to a gallon of gasoline I can make new antibiotics I can make computers survive aquatic conditions I know how to run a business And I can make you want to buy a product Movers, shakers, and producers Me and my friends understand the future I see the strings that control the system I can do anything with no resistance Cause I can lead a nation with a microphone with a microphone, with a microphone And I can split the atom of a molecule Of a molecule, of a molecule Let's go.